Hey everybody, you want to know about these new loans that are coming out and some of the rules with them and what they're trying to do? I got two experts on tonight. Mark Zimmerman from Zimmerman Company, one of the biggest, largest accounting firms here in the Philadelphia area. I have banker Bob Christmas, one of the best bankers around, to break it down for you. Stay tuned. Let's grow your business. Let's effing go. This is the time. I'm glad you're on the den. I appreciate it, but let's get down to brass tacks. Mark, what is this stimulus package about, and what does it do for business owners out there that are scared right now? Talk to me. I want to tell you what it does and what it doesn't do. Well, first of all, it has not passed yet. It's passed the Senate. The House representative is supposed to take it up tomorrow, and then the president's going to sign it. Everybody anticipates it will be done, and it will immediately uh, have two parts. They, obviously, you want to talk about the business side, which is that they are going to make what appears to be forgivable loans available to businesses to pay, as long as they stay open and pay their employees. The exact length, I've heard all different things, four months is what it is, but they're also going to fund overhead. What the issue we don't have is how, how the mechanism for this is going to be, and I think it's going to be a couple weeks before they're actually be available. Okay. Bob, Christmas, tell me what you make of the stimulus package for businesses because you're a banker. I know you dealt with multiple big, big, big companies for most of your years, and now you're getting into the small, medium-sized sector, and you're really growing your portfolio there. So what do you think of the stimulus package for businesses? Uh, I think it's necessary for some. Um, it may not be necessary for others, but definitely uh, my advice is, is to have a discussion with two people, your, your banker and, and your accountant, uh, discuss at the same time, uh, if, if possible. Uh, I think that it's, uh, it's crucial because then you can make a decision if this is something that, that best suits your business and, and what's going on currently, or uh, there might be other options open to you um, based upon the bank that you're with. So, Mark, this question goes for you during these times. How has this impacted your business? You're a small business. I don't always do it small, but I think you have about 25 accountants over there. Correct? Right. Ballpark? Yep. You know, so, I mean, I don't use the word small because that's actually a nice size company, but how has this impacted your business and what are you doing now to stay in front of your customers and what are you doing staying in front of your potential customers? Letting them know, hey, listen, we're open for business. We're growing. We're going to take care of you. It's tax season. Well, good. It's, there's good and bad. First of all, tax season's over for us because uh, we're now, everybody's extended to July 15th, which gives us a lot more time and takes pressure off. That's the due date for people to make their payments now. Uh, first quarter estimates have been extended as well. As far as our business is concerned, when Governor Wolf announced the shutdown, uh, the stay, stay in place thing about a week ago, we were deemed a non-essential business, meaning that we couldn't stay open. So we immediately uh, met as a team and figured out how we were going to work and service our clients and put that plan into place. And about three hours later, we became essential again. So currently we have about half our people working at home, half work people working in the office. And the whole thing is we're trying to communicate regularly and often with our clients and answer every single question they ask to keep in front of them and keep them comfortable and relaxed. Awesome. Bob, I got to imagine this impacted your business. Tell us what you're seeing out there. And I'm sure your phone's been ringing all day. So tell me what's going on. I mean, listen, everybody's uh, worried about the uncertainty, where this is going to take us, how long this is going to take to come back. Certain industries are going to be really impacted. Some people already have been. And, um, you know, for others, this is just a temporary sidestep. Uh, I mean, we're still conducting business. We're, uh, we're looking to grow. Um, I, I don't think that in our view, in our CEO's view, that, um, you know, that this is uh, just a temporary 
sidestep and um you know we're excited to keep going but um yeah you know the discussions right now and and the advice that i can give is you got to be in touch with your bank talking to them telling them what's going on how this is impacting your business um you know i've got people that are extremely worried and and others that are not but you know you, the bank needs to know what's going on i mean we're reaching out to to clients and just trying to get a perspective as to what they're saying and let me ask if i can I piggyback on that for one second? I have had a number of clients call credit card companies, loan companies, auto loan companies, and almost everyone has been kind and have granted people extensions without penalty and interest or payments for at least a month. So that's something that everybody can do today. Awesome. So here you go. Right. So we know this is going on. And Mark, you know how I feel about the SBA and the loans. And I know they're government back, but you know, I'm not a fan of them. They've always had. And when we, and Bob, you know how I feel. Um, I love, that's why I love having you in my corner, Bob. I mean, I feel like you're an honest banker. I know a lot of bankers will just hit you with a bunch of fees. And we talked about this earlier, so I have no problem saying this. And, you know, a banker will give you an umbrella on the sunniest day like today, but it's a monsoon out there and they'll cut your credit line off. Right. So it's a totally crazy place we're in right now. And my thing is to people watching this. I don't think you should be running out and just signing SBA loans and letting any banker handle your business. Cause some people have an accountant like me, right? I have you and Bob, I have a trusted advisor. Like you've been with me for probably eight, nine years when we really started connecting, going through my finance. So they've always give you full disclosure to all my stuff. So you could see the whole picture. My point is being, this is not a lot of people have people they trust. What would you say to them? Because for, as far as me, I'm telling, I know some people have to Bob, that's going to be your first response to Mark. And they got to do this and get a gun to their head that I call it. But what would you say? I mean, what would your advice be? Both of you. I mean, I'll start with you, Bob. So what I would say is, you know, you got to take their temperature. You know, you got to figure out if, if they're really trying to be self-serving in, uh, in the conversation or is it more, you know, that they're trying to help. I mean, there's some really good banks out there and there's some really good bankers. And, you know, in these in times like this, you'll really get to understand if they really know what they're talking about or they don't. So if, you know, if you can see through that, that's why I say it's a great conversation to have with your accountant at the same time, because he can help vet that. Um, and, and if you're not getting the response that you're looking for, there's, there's plenty of banks out there that, that, that are definitely keeping their doors open. They're keeping their optimistic view, uh, you know, and, and trying to continue uh, to help clients in any way they can. Mark, what would you say to that? Well, first of all, I'd say, you know, any pre preconceived notion you have about the SBA and the IRS, that was your father's SBA and IRS. They're just using these as conduits. They're going to use the IRS and the information they have to send people checks. That would be something that people would be afraid of in the past, them having their information. Now it's good because now they can send them checks. The SBA is going to be the conduit. And what I would say is the same thing Bob is saying. You need to talk to your advisors. You need to be set up to do anything you can, but you're not to sign anything without having that sign off of that trusted advisor. Yeah, it's great advice, Mark. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, Mark, the, the piggyback on that is, you know, I could tell you this is, you know, when I deal with different bankers and you know, if you don't realize is you get collateralized personal guarantees and there's certain different levels. And, you know, when you first meet a banker, they're going to try and grab you by the juggler for everything, right? And, Bob, you actually were the one, I hate to say this, that taught me, no, Lance, did you build your, as you're building, as you're going, you start removing things, you get asked for things to be taken off. 
So as you're, pay, as you're doing paybacks, you ask for things to be removed. There's a negotiation there. But people I feel like right now are going to run and take these loans and just hear yes, and they're not going to know what they're signing for. And that's my fear. And that's, and that's really my message to everybody. It's time to build your business and grow it. I, I get it. Like, let's effing go. Let's go. But do it smart and don't look back a year from now and say, what did I sign? I had a gun to my head because the banker was self-serving for them. And that's why I asked you both to be on this show because I trust you wholeheartedly because I've seen your answers when it has nothing to do with you or for you. You've told me not to do things. Bob, you told me not to come to your bank prior because it wasn't the right fit. Most people just don't do that. Mark, you told me not to use services of yours because it was better somewhere else. So what would you say to that to the people that are going to run out and just sign? Because people are going to do it. Uh, uh Here's the thing. I have a stable of bankers. Bob is one of them. We match those bankers up to our clients, okay? They want to please me as much as they want to please the client because they want that pipeline to keep going on. So not only is, do I know that Bob to be an honorable and great guy, he wants to work with me. He wants more referrals. I want referrals for him. All that benefit the clients. The client needs to get these advisors in the loop. Your father told you not to sign anything without reading it. Your accountant and your banker right now are telling you the same thing. Don't sign anything without reading it. And have somebody double check your reading. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. I do have another question now. How has technology played? Because, you know, Mark, when I first met you, you know, you were like, ah, I'm not real big into technology. We met a lot. And Karen, now I've seen you just embrace technology over the years. I've seen you even get more involved in social media, your firm. Uh, Bob, I mean, you've always been a technology guy, but that's a little different. How do you see your clients now transitioning? Because people have to use technology right now. So, are they transitioning? Are they not? Are they doing meetings? Or some people just, do you feel like if people don't pivot right now and take technology under, their business is really doomed? I mean, what's your opinion, Mark? I think that this is an opportunity in some respects because people now can use Zoom who didn't use Zoom before. People can let their employees work at home who never worked at home before. And this may change the way people work going forward when they don't have restrictions on them. So our firm, we're, we're, we're cloud-based provider. I talked to one of my IT people. And they, that I work with, and he told me that he had an order for like 200 laptops the week before everything closed down because people didn't have servers. And he, and he said he knew they were going to crash when they all tried to log on to the same server. People who were forethought and were in the cloud just could easily shift home. And so that's what's going to happen. That's what people should take away from this. Bob? That's a good point. And I don't know what you're talking about with Mark. He's still on dial-up. <laughs> Bob, what about you? What are you seeing with your clients with technology? Because I know you're a big relationship guy, Bob. You always like to meet for drinks, talk, come to my office. So I know, I mean, not you're a technology person. So what is, what are you seeing with your clients now? Because it has to be different for you because you're such a relationship. Mark, not that you aren't, but Bob, I mean, you're in my office probably once a month, once every, you're always asking me to go out to drinks. You're always asking people to go out to drinks. I, I see the way you, I mean, I just see the way you are. So what's going on now with what you, how you, how you yeah, I mean, um, you know, the socializing has stopped, um, but but that'll that'll come back to a norm at some point. Um, but what businesses are realizing is is that you know that everything isn't stopping, right? We're using uh, other ways to connect to our clients, uh, you know, via video and via phone, um, email, things like that. That um, you know, it's helping everyone realize that you know that just because you're home doesn't mean that you can't be productive. Um, I haven't talked to one client that doesn't feel like they're they're completely stuck unless it's a restaurant. You know, I mean, you know, the, the hospitality industry has been decimated right now, but, um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to support those industries soon and get back to it. 
So you both know what the final roar is. So I'm going to ask the question to each one of you individually. Bob, for all the viewers out there watching right now, looking to choose a banker and looking to go through this SBA process, what would be your final roar to them? What should they be doing? Go, Bob. 30 they, seconds. They got to have that discussion with them. They got to be open. They got to understand where the bank's position is and and how they can be aligned with with the bank. And if it and if it's not a good fit, then they got to be talking to some other people. It's that for a short-term or long-term relationship with that bank. It's got well, the, the banks you got to understand, banks change position, they change focus, they change industries. So just because your bank is great today doesn't mean your bank is great tomorrow. Um, but again, having that discussion helps you understand where the bank's position is and if you're still aligned with the same views as they are. And if not, again, you know, you have those discussions with others. Mark, you know me. I believe this is truly an opportunity for my company to propel, to grow itself. I believe a lot of service-based companies can really grow and come back from this and be stronger than ever if they do the right things right now. As an accountant and as someone I trust very much, Mark, what would your final roar to the people be about building their company and SBA stimulus packages right now? What would, what would your final roar be? Tell, tell everybody, Mark. Okay, so here's the thing. So the whole idea here is to get yourself back open again and your employees at work. So whatever you have to do, you do it, okay? If you have to lay your furlough your employees off, they did nothing wrong, you did nothing wrong, let them be well and live. You gotta get your business in a position that when time comes, everybody comes back and you're there to, to service them. That's what you gotta do. And in order to do that, you gotta talk to your advisors, you gotta stay on top of things, you gotta listen to facts and not just to pundits. Whatever, have somebody that can give you the facts, not what may come, what has come. So. I got shirts, digital line shirts for both of you. I'm going to mail them out to you. I appreciate both your expert advice because I think the communities all around the country that see this are going to listen to you because you got two straight shooters here. They have no vested interest, no hidden agenda, except for giving you the best advice possible. And I, and I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart because I know that a lot of small businesses and mid-sized businesses out there right now are going to wind up making the wrong decisions with what loans they signed for and what money they take. And, you know, the first thing when I got my email from Karen this morning, I sent it to my sister, Jolyn, that runs my company, she's my CFO. And I said, get with Karen about this, find out what it is. And, you know, that's how it's supposed to work. You gotta have checks and balances in business. You can't be a master of every craft in business. So my advice to everybody here, keep pushing your business forward and find the right people that are gonna advocate for you for what you're doing business with them. Everybody, thank you. Bob, Mark, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it.